This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. The Leafs live here. Shen poking it back to the blue line. And the final seconds are going to tick down here with the puck along the boards. And Chet Alexander wins his first NHL game. <laughs> Coming in in relief with a minute 10 to go in the third period. Well, the game had everything. 7-1, the Leafs win over the Montreal Canadiens. Welcome to Leafs game night live from Scotiabank Arena. Jim Taddy, Frank Corrado, and Ralphie, nice enough to hang around to go over this. And I mean, uh, <laughs> do we want to start with Jed Alexander? That was, you know, a nice icing on the cake. He gets in for the last minute 10. Yeah. With, with, with I want to say, non-NHL apparel. He did not have regulation <laughs> pads. Uh, I felt bad for him. Yeah, it looked like they were thinner. Yeah. Like, not as wide as, as most of them, but uh, a pretty classy thing to do. And I think it's a fine line because you want you, you don't want to present it in a way where you're trying to embarrass the Montreal Canadiens. You're trying to say, look, here's the situation. The game's out of hand. Uh, it's not like they put him in halfway through the third, you know, to say we, we can beat you this way. So, uh, but I think it was a, a nice way to give, give somebody a, a wonderful moment. Yeah, you um, gave a, you made a guy's dream come true, yeah. basically. So yeah, it's, it's not uh, like they were playing a Zamboni driver yeah. or anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> now he gets an NHL but, pension. But I mean that. But, but I mean that was the difference. Like I yeah. said to Joe, was that it, you know when David Ayers went in, this was uh, I mean, it was in the second period, so there was a lot of time left, uh, you know, to to decide that game, and obviously that wasn't a, a courtesy move. Uh, that was because hard to believe. Uh, James Reimer and Peter Morazic both got hurt in the same game, but that's that's what a lot of David Ayers uh, to come in. <laughs> Were you guys working that night? Like, did you have the game? No. No, that wasn't your game? No. Well, you so it was his work. game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were there. He does them all. Yeah, I'm Jim, <laughs> you uh, do them all. Jim I'm, Ralph. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just met actually, you tonight, actually, I, for the first time. I actually, I actually did your games, too. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> hey, you got to admit, though, you were impressed when I brought up you having to play in Pittsburgh yes. after you hadn't played for yes. a long time. That's very nice of you. To re- you remember a lot of stuff. You know what? Because I remember guys that you're going, he's got, like he's getting screwed. Well, like he's, uh, and that's what I remembered. And it was like to go into <laughs> Pittsburgh to play Balkan and Crosby. And it's like, Frankie, you're up. Yeah. And I remember thinking, okay, that's either the great opportunity to go in and show that, that you can stand up and handle yourself against the likes of Balkan and Sidney Crosby, or it's, Let's see what happens now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too moments. bad. There's, there's a couple yeah. things going on with Jet Alexander as far as questions that need to be answered. Will he get an NHL pension prorated? Also, pro-rated. Is, he, is he eligible for a Leafs alumni jacket now? He is oh. a Leafs alumni, Jet Alexander. Hmm. we got to get him set up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look after that. <laughs> okay, I'll look you, after that. Yeah. Just my, put him on the bottom half of your application. Guy, I got my cronies out there. I will make sure it happens. Yeah. Chad Alexander is an alumni. You know what I think it shows, too? Kids listening. Stay in school. <laughs> Don't school. go to junior, the American League. <laughs> I Just. wish you could see his face right now. This is we need some violin music. You know, do we have you know, any violin music back at the station? You know, if you go to junior, you can actually go to school. There's that option as well. Yeah, I I think I heard that when I was playing. <laughs> there was a rumor about going to school. Yeah, I just uh, so did so, it, some guys went. It didn't appeal to me. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> 
Hard to figure, really. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the game. Uh, you know, for a game that meant nothing to either one of these teams, uh, the Leafs really went about their business tonight. And, you know, the power play worked, which which needed to happen, and the, and the big guns fired. Yeah, and you know what? There haven't been a lot of games. I mean, they beat Montreal 5-1 behind Joe Wall when, uh, when they were in here, what, six weeks ago. Hmm. Uh, the Leafs beat Anaheim here 6 nothing earlier in the season. I think when you saw like the least two one goal losses in Montreal and, and the inability to beat Arizona, uh, not able to beat Vancouver and Vancouver, the, the losses, even the Columbus loss here on home ice, this is the performance that you were kind of looking at. And in fairness to the Canadians, as tough a year as it has been overall, uh, look at their injured list. Oh, I mean this is extensive. You know this. If, if you do this to any of the, the the teams that are in the playoffs right now. Uh, they're not going to be considerably better than what we saw. You know, from Sierkowski to Josh Anderson, um, you know, what they've got out of the lineup is is devastating uh, for the Canadians. And if you want to go back and throw in Gary Price, who I haven't seen since the Stanley Cup Finals in uh, 2021, um, that that's a pretty long list. But, yeah. but this is the kind of game that, for me, like you see Connor McDavid play in, uh, in San Jose today. What was it, two goals and an assist, three points? You, this is what you want to see from Marner yeah. and Nylander and Tavares and Austin Matthews in games like this where they just say, you know what, we're far and away the best players on the ice. Too much talent, too much yeah. skill out there. But, for but let's go out and it. dominate it. And what I really liked was the fact that when Montreal scores early in the second period, first minute of the second period, what happens to the Leafs respond? It wasn't about Montreal saying, hey, we're back in this. You know, let's let's just keep working and get them nervous on home ice. No, the Leafs responded, and uh, and get two goals back the other way. So I I was probably as impressed or, or happy about that yeah. as I was the final score or who did the scoring. Well, and to your point about that too, with the star players, it's Nylander gets one off of O'Reilly. Marner gets one assisted from Bunting and Matthews. It wasn't like you needed the fourth line to scrap one out for you. It was the star no. players that did it. And I don't know what you thought, but I thought that second line tonight with Tavares, O'Reilly, and not Nylander, unbelievable. Yeah. And you know what makes that line – a number of things make that line really good, but the thing that really stood out, if Tavares is in a puck battle, okay, he's really good at that kind of stuff, right? But O'Reilly's the next person in there. Now, if you think you're going to beat Tavares in that battle, you're not going to beat Tavares and O'Reilly. And then there was a number of times where it was like the first guy in – second guy in, and then Nylander's like hopping out of that pile with a, a grade-A opportunity. It went from puck confrontation to puck battle and chance within like less than five seconds. Okay, now I've got a question because I I don't know how I feel about this going into the postseason. When you look at that line, I mean, I'm a big fan of Matthews and, and Marner together. I mean, I just think uh, simplistic thinking, you got the, one of the best setup guys with one of the best finishers in the league. And, and regardless of whether it's Sharon Crocker or Michael Bunting playing up there with them. Um, but when you look at, at playing Tavares and Ryan O'Reilly on the same line, do you start with that? Or do you say, we're going to use that combination when we get down a goal or two? Uh, how situational do I'm you think this is going to be? I'm going with it right away. I would go right yeah. away. Yeah, I just think... What's better than having one John Tavares, two John Tavareses, yeah. and a oh. guy with maybe he's a little more fleet of foot as well? Okay, say you got a couple of goal lead in the third period. Do you now 
bump O'Reilly down to the third line. Maybe, because yeah, then you and, can get them a little more opportunity in, in being in the game, because that's a good line. That's a defensively responsible line with those two guys. And then if you were going to put Nylander and Matthews together and you're going to go Tavares, O'Reilly, and Marner, that's like that's an offensive line, but that's also a shutdown line because you have the best defensive winger in the league in Marner, and you have O'Reilly, who's one of the best defensive yeah. centermen in the league. Yeah, I know when, when Sheldon Keefe came out and said, you know, they want to try a lot of different things. And obviously with O'Reilly being out of the lineup with the injury for an extended period, it put a, um, you know, a cramp in that, that mindset. Uh, but you're really starting to see now where, okay, you can see these different combinations and how they might fit in and, uh, you know, what he might be able to do in certain situations. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see game one what the line combinations are. But from what we saw tonight, obviously um, this was not the ultimate test no. for that line. No. But they dominated like you think they should have That's the when thing. you come into this it's game. Easy, it's easy to say that it's a bad team you're playing against yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But we've just seen it too many times where it's like, where did everyone go? Like, you're playing Montreal. Yeah. It's still a game. You still need to yeah. play properly. Yeah. I, remember Sheldon... a, I remember a game in Montreal. I, I remember these broadcasters were talking on the pregame show about how many goals <laughs> Matthews would get and how bad the Leafs were going to win. <laughs> oh, I yeah, got... I remember that game. We don't yeah. do that anymore. I'm not saying that was you. We were, <laughs> once again, Ralphie, uh, Frankie, she and I were ahead of our time. <laughs> yes. We were yeah. just a couple of months off. <laughs> exactly. We were talking about this game, That's actually. right, yeah. We got the dates mixed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember the postgame. I texted Ralphie, what do you. you think of that? You guys did. <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> I knew at 6.30 when I was listening to you bozos talk about Matthew scoring four goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we just assume it's point night. But, yeah, it's right. but you know what? You know what? That only shows. That shows one thing. I was in the minors longer than you were. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> to have that neg- those negative thoughts yeah. swirling around. Oh, well, I, pull, getting... I pulled them along. That's a broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taddy, Taddy dragged me in, yeah. man. I was, you know, in, lured in, in, the, in. in the minors, when you're getting home at 4 in the morning from Binghamton, like, you, you, it's hard to keep yeah. it pretty positive. Even if you weren't playing there. <laughs> yeah. No, home, home games, it was 6. <laughs> <laughs> home games. Oh, my goodness. You think Babcock would have put Jed Alexander in the lineup tonight? Or in the net for that last minute? Uh, no. No chance. No. <laughs> no way he would have We have it. Mike Medano on line, too. He says no. <laughs> no way. He says no guy. Hold on, hold on. Mike Commodore just emailed <laughs> yeah. him. Well, you know, one, one, one thing Babs might have done was uh, put Jason Spets in. Oh. <laughs> I said, if you, Unbelievable. You want to play, you yeah. play against Montreal or Ottawa at home? But it was, um, you liked it, and maybe very subtly, the most important story of the night was that Ilya Samsonov was not seriously right. injured in the second period because it looked very similar. Because you remember the the play that he was hurt on earlier in the season against Boston. Brad Marchand came in, and it was that quick deke. Yeah. And you could see when Samsonov tried to move quickly that he tweaked something, probably left hip or groin. And that appeared to be the same thing. It was a shot that redirected off Mitch Marner's skate, and, and you saw just the quick reaction of Samsonov. That was and a it good, seemed to be. Yeah, you just did it there. We, we, Teddy oh, yeah. and I got to see it. That was really good. Yeah. Well, so, I mean. Nice reenactment. For yeah. me, a lot of guys aren't naturally athletic. You don't have to point at yourself. I mean, we, we know. We, well, you can jump in. 
Well, I just I thought that after after that incident, he had a lot of lateral moves. So I thought, okay, he looks okay. Yeah, and then we did see him go to the bench, and you could see Jed Alexander then was like making eye contact. I'm going, oh no, don't do that. Did you, <laughs> no, but did you see him don't. creeping closer to that? Com- it was Paul Ayotte, the trainer, yeah. and and Samsonov, and Jed Alexander's just creeping in with his ear. He's like, what is going on here? What are yeah. you talking about? And then he got his cell phone out, which you know that wasn't a good move. Yeah, no. I remember. <laughs> Samsonov was kind of hunched Take, over, Taking though. the selfie. <laughs> yeah. He, got the, yeah, he had to upload a TikTok. But Sam, like when they, when I was kind of worried a little, when Samsonov, he was hunched over when the play was in the other end. I know. And I'm, I'm watching, yep. I'm thinking, man, like, does he always hunch over like that? Is he not usually a little more vertical? Like, I've seen, I've seen that song and dance before. I know what that means. Yeah, it's not, and it's not good. And but, but you feel that whatever the conversation it was with Pauliot over on the Leaf bench, that uh, as I said to Joe, even if his feelings were hurt, you get him out of there. Yeah. You know, at this point, <laughs> you know, if he says somebody yelled at him on the ice and said something mean, then I'd yeah. still take him yeah, out. You're coming you know, out, make pal. Sure, make well, sure. The only way there, right? right? Yeah. yeah. But but fortunately, like we said, I mean, I I think as you come out of this. Um, we saw Mark Giordano block shots tonight, Noel Achari block shots, and it's one of those things that I know you guys have talked about this. If you play not to get hurt, oh. it's usually when you get That's hurt. That's when you get hurt. Yep. But, yeah. but you saw tonight where Giordano and Achari both, you know what, there's only, they only play one way, and it's not to ease up and try to dance out of the way and preserve themselves for next week. That's like when Taddy eats his meal before the game. It's, it's one way. It's all yeah. out. There is no messing It's a long around. night ahead, bud. <laughs> yeah. Nothing till breakfast in the morning. Yeah. Speaking of feelings being hurt, though. <laughs> well, who's, whose feelings are you going to hurt? No one's. Well, I The Leafs, Sheldon Keefe put the first power play unit on the ice at a 5-1 score. But yep. he's got Ryan O'Reilly on the first unit, and they're gelling and they're clicking. And in the playoffs in the past, that's been – it's faltered. It hasn't been able to win them a game or win them a series – so at 5-1 tonight, he's still got the first unit on it on, and it's rolling. Like, it's nice with Ryan O'Reilly on that first power play unit. It kind of goes back to that second line with Tavares and O'Reilly. Like, the work they can do, download a retrieve yep. pucks and kind of get everything set up again, it's a nice look, and it's a little more dangerous. I like that O'Reilly goes to the net as well. Yes. You know, and, and, and he's handsy in front yeah. of the net. But, but just the willingness to go there. And, you know, even when I, I think it was against Detroit where the Leafs scored a couple of power play goals. And finally, one was a redirection by John Tavares. We're finally, because they, uh, let me ask if you agree with this, Frankie. If the Leafs had to have one guy that's the one-timer guy, would it not be Willie Nylander? One-timer guy? Yeah. Yeah, see, they don't have a huge one-timer No, I I know, but I I saw there were a couple of times tonight, Nylander and a one-timer just ripped it. Of all the guys that would be a one-timer guy, he would probably be it. But that just kind of tells you how little of a one-timer threat they have. Matthews yeah. will take it a little bit more. The odd time, he, he, yeah. likes, he likes the wrister, but I feel like, remember a couple years ago, they were preaching at, at training camp for him. They want him to take the one-timer a little bit more. Yep. It was when Paul McFarlane was behind the bench running the power play. Yep. And he's done it a little bit more, but I know what you mean. Like yeah, he's not, I, 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 I don't think of him as a one-timer guy. Yeah, Nylander, Nylander, to me, is the guy that can do it. Now, obviously, we say that. He, he wasn't out on the, uh, on the number one unit. But, uh, you, you know, you do like to get – you look at how the goals were scored. They weren't exactly 
you know, the uh, the 72 Russians, where it was 17 nice passes before somebody put it into the empty net. Can't play that and game no. no more with these guys because they're, they're putting too much pressure on Matthews, Marner, and Riley, yeah. well, Gustafson tonight. Yeah, and for the most part, they're saying, hey, you know what? Stay to the outside. Yeah. You know, you, you pass it back and forth 800 times. You're going to take away the seams. Yeah. And, you know, if John Tavares pops down to the side of the net, then there's nobody in front. And, and teams, I think, get very content in saying, we will let you kill this your own power playoff by by passing it around and not uh, not getting the puck to the net. So that that's what I liked about Ryan O'Reilly being there, where it was suddenly now you've got him going to the net, you got Tavares going to the net, and uh, they're and making the plays in and around the net. Yeah. Both like those guys, they're they're sneaky little but, plays. But do you not think it, when when you'd kill penalties that, that if there rare. was a if there was a guy in front of the net, yeah, I mean you had to stay with him, right? Yeah, you I, you couldn't spread out, so that automatically. You know, it's going to be somebody up, up down low. It's yeah. like a weird balance where you almost have to try and tie up their stick when a puck is coming to the net, and then as soon as you see there's a pass about to be made, now you have to and like reposition. flex out yeah. and head out there. Then puck goes back to the point. And you're like, okay, I got to get back and get that stick. There's a lot more movement yeah. than people think on the defensive point of view. Or you could just, you know, if you know Ralphie's back there, you say, Ralphie, you take care of that. Yeah, you I got, got it. it. Yeah. You know what? And I hardly ever gave up rebounds. <laughs> I don't even want oh, to there's know. a line there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Out of the length of our friendship, I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even gonna jump on. Yeah, that. Where was the, where was the next face off? <laughs> that's where I want to know. Well, <laughs> it was considered neutral. Yeah. Let's put it that. <laughs> but I but I will say this. I do remember, um, and it's gonna go back a few years. And I don't want to use the guys' names because I don't know if it, who was anybody it? wanted out. But the Leafs were winning big at home against the team and put out their number one unit. This was back in the Matt Sundin era. Uh, it's probably not who you're thinking, but put out the number one unit, and the game was like 8-2 or 9-2. And I remember conversation after saying, I hate the other coach on that team so much. I was just going to keep rolling with my number one power oh. play unit and give it to him. I, I don't think that was the case by any stretch with Sheldon Keefe and Marty no. Sedley. I think that was, as Frankie was saying, this is a new combination we're trying on the yeah. power play, and we're not going to get a better opportunity than this to try it in, in yeah. NHL games. And later on, to to Sheldon's credit, like they got another after power the challenge. play after the challenge. Yeah. That first unit was done. They yeah. they didn't go back on the ice anymore. Yeah. So it was, you know, and it, it's it's, you know, a tough game for Sheldon Keefe in some ways. From putting Judd Alexander in or or what power play you're going to use. You want to get your team ready, but you don't want to try to embarrass or show up the opposition. So there's that little bit of sportsmanship that's that's in there as well and respect. Right. Because everybody's been through it where you, this time of year you're not going to make the playoffs. Things aren't going great. You don't need to have your nose rubbed in it. Yep. Um, even though the, the fans of Montreal seem pretty happy when they can beat the Leafs even in a season they don't make the playoffs. Well, what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> Ralphie, thanks for hanging around. Appreciate it. Taddy's, I, I got nothing till Tuesday. Taddy's been giving me the hand signal. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's go. A couple of commercial breaks, guy. Then after the Kalamazoo game, we go to Muskegon. Right? Yeah, well, Muskegon. Binghamton, 4 in the morning. Lovely. 7-1, uh, the Leafs win. This is Leafs game night, TSN 1050, and the Leafs radio network. Leafs game night live from Scotiabank Arena, 7-1. The Leafs prevail over the Montreal Canadiens. Final home regular season game. Three more on the road, and then, of course, the playoffs. They'll open it home to Tampa, and all that stuff has to be worked out. Jim Taddy and Frankie Corrado with you, and we want to thank Ralphie for hanging around. Uh, you know, the, the Leafs were, uh, I'm just doing some quick math here, 76 shot attempts 
46 got through, and on the other side, uh, 35, 42 shot attempts. Shooting gallery yeah. tonight for the it, Leafs. It was, it was full throttle, wasn't Do- it? Domination from start to finish, yeah. Nothing better you can ask for if you're a Leaf fan, if you came out to this game. Saturday night, you beat the Habs. The Habs have beat the Leafs too many times in this building. So, And listen, Montreal's got a ton of injuries. They're probably pretty mentally checked out at this point. The sure. Leafs take care of business, and uh, you know everyone's leaving the ring feeling good about themselves if you're in a blue sweater. And Mr. Nylander has had uh, 10, shot att- 10 shots on goal and four attempts uh, other than that, so 14 attempts in total. And he scored a goal, which yeah. is important, and, and a little nonchalant as, as far as his reaction to the goal, but I think that just goes to show you like the stretch he's been through here the last little bit where he's been trying to get going. I thought he was really good, really engaged. There's just something about him when he's playing his best hockey. It seems like there's like he's just a little more... I call it in the pocket, like in the rocking chair, I guess, from a skating point of view. It's like his knees are bent. He's just driving to the net a little bit more. He's dropping his shoulder. Um, There's a number of times there where O'Reilly and Tavares are doing a little bit of that battle work along the boards, and Willie takes full advantage and finds a way to get open, and he's got some good opportunities. I thought he was excellent tonight. Yeah, I don't know if subdued is the right word, but, but all season long, um, this team, when where is in the past, there would have been a big celebration. But but they've achieved things this year, and and you almost can read that there's an understanding that there's bigger things to do in the playoffs, and it's yeah. sort of there's more context, isn't there? Even it? even the adrenaline of the moment, right? Like when you're a hockey player, there's certain moments that mean a little bit more for you. You score your first goal, that's a big one. You score a big goal in a big game. Like, we're at the point in the season where it's tedious to, to almost get through these games for these guys, and they're trying to do all the right things and um, obviously win games along the way and feel good about their games, and that's something for Willie. Like, I always go back to this. Scoring a goal, nothing better for your confidence than scoring a goal and getting on the score sheet, regardless of how you play, and it's that's important for Willie, and, um, you know, Marner, excellent game. Matthews, we got to see that shot. We had a great oh. vantage point of that Matthews goal tonight. Like, <laughs> that puck was zinging towards the net, Jimmy. It was an arrow. Straight line. You could you could hang clothes you on it. You could see the steam coming off of that puck as it was going in the back of the net. But a really good game for the Leaf Stars. And this is the kind of game where, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bad opponent in Montreal, but isn't the recipe there for this team as far as the stars leading the way and the role players playing that role, like Wayne Simmons with the fight tonight um, on Michael Pozzetta and then getting involved with Joel Edmondson when yeah. he got into the scrum with Michael Bunting? Yeah. It's like that's exactly what you can ask for at a guy like that. David Camp was really good again on the penalty kill. He tries to pull off the Michigan, shows us a little bit <laughs> of that skill. Uh, but that whole line, that Lafferty, Camp, Aston Reese line, like they may not, they didn't factor in the way they have been offensively the last little bit. But if they're playing to that role and they're at that identity that they they play with, um, you know, you kind of create a little more room now for your star players to do their thing if you're taking a bite out of certain D pairings and certain lines um, that you're going up against. And, uh, you know, Gustafson got in tonight and got three assists. So, you know, there's there's an, an opportunity for him. That's a quiet three assists, but he was really good on the power plate. A number of good decisions, and he's deceptive. That's I think that's what I really like about him running the power play. And obviously that's Morgan Riley's power play, and he'll be there in the playoffs. But to know that you have a guy that can very easily jump in and do an adequate job, um, you know, at the point, he, look, fake slap shot, move his feet, make a pass across the seam. Um, there's he, there's a certain simplicity to to it that that I like, but uh, certainly a guy who can who can run a power play quite effectively. 
Um, you know, I was looking at uh, the time. You know, when you're leading throughout the course of the game, you can space it out. Nobody played 20 minutes tonight. That, that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's at this point when you want everyone to get through the game feeling good and feeling healthy. If you're a head coach, if you can space things out a little bit more, uh, you get your fourth line, your third line, a little more ice time. You don't have to uh, rely on on your top guys so heavily, and even on the back end, some guys that haven't seen a ton of game action and Gustafson and Lilligren. Uh, played some important minutes tonight. You're giving me the hand signal because you're seeing a quote that just came out on Twitter that I think is absolutely absurd. Please yeah. go ahead so and this reveal is the quote. Kevin McGrand from the Star, his Twitter account, uh, and this comes from Chris Weidman. Uh, so these are his quotes. They'll get what they deserve in a few weeks. To have Chris Weidman on the Leafs bringing in the uh, the young goaltender Jed Alexander with one ten yeah. left to go. Yeah, seven one game. You know yeah. what? Maybe you should have played a little harder during the game, and you wouldn't have to answer that question. Yeah, give me a break. What's well, sour? I mean, come on. That's, yeah, yeah. Get over yourself. They'll oh, well. get what they deserve. <laughs> well, it's such, as, a, as, it's such as, a silly. It's such a silly comment, right? Like, yeah. It's not like the Leafs didn't do anything to rub that game into the, the salt in the wounds of the Montreal Canadiens. They are very classy about things. Jed Alexander, why not give the kid an opportunity to like make a dream come true? As far as this kid going out playing a minute in an NHL game in a seven-one victory. Um, I have no problem with it. And if that happened to the Leafs, I would have no problem with it as well. I think it was a really classy move by Sheldon Keefe to get the kid in the game. You and I were talking throughout the game all night. At what point does this kid get in? And I'm really happy they made the switch to get him in the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, the bottom line is the Habs did not get a shot on him. No kidding. He could have he could have played from <laughs> the first minute of the game. The score would have been 7-1. That, that, that's what the score would have been. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's a cheap shot so he, he didn't he didn't have to make a save so i don't know what the problem is there but nonetheless uh the habs are, are defeated by the Leafs by a score of seven to one tonight we'll come back and wrap it up this is leafs game night on tsn 1050 tsn1050.ca the iheart radio app and the leafs radio network leafs game night live from scotia bank arena seven one the leafs win over the montreal Canadiens. Final home game of the regular season, of course. The playoffs will uh, keep this uh, string going. And so, uh, you know, there's uh, some concern, obviously, from the Montreal side that Jed Alexander should not have been put in the game. And here's Coach Keefe when asked about the decision to put uh, the young kid in. And here's his explanation. It was not my decision. And and, uh, word came down to me about 30 seconds before the whistle came and and, uh, made it happen. Whose decision was it? That's not important. So that's the boss. <laughs> that's not in your business, Mark. That's well, the equivalent. Of, yeah. That's the equivalent of Matthews going to Mark Masters. That's none of your business. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> he just you know he's not going to uh, throw his boss under the bus. I still like it. I think it's a classy move. I think it's a good PR move. I think it's a classy move. I think it's it's well done by the Leafs. Well, yeah, and there's many ways to look at it, and and I think both sides could make some sort of sense as long as the language is proper. Dude, in no way, shape, or form is that showing up your opposition. You're down 7-1 in a game. You barely touch the puck anyway. I agree with you, but but you can't fault the opposition for looking at it that way. Uh, However, you know, this is the final home game. It's a fan celebration night, and... you want to you you want to end on a good story. You're winning it's a great 7-1. story. Yeah, it's, it's a university hockey player who backed up tonight for whatever reason because maybe Matthew Nyes, whatever you want to say it is, and he got to play in an NHL game. He didn't even face a shot. He just stood yeah. there. 
it's it's uh, an unforgettable moment. Yes, exactly. And it, and it sort of erases some of the stain of the Zamboni driver. <laughs> I guess maybe. <laughs> you know what that is? You know what? You ever get into an argument and someone starts projecting on you, and you go, "Hey." You're projecting your own stuff right now. That's what the Montreal Oh, that Canadians type of projection. Doing. Yeah, they're projecting their own frustrations yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Please don't. I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> you and I don't argue, though. No, no, we, we don't. We don't get into arguments. No, I don't work with people that argue. <laughs> yeah, because they're... <laughs> Are you the Grim Reaper? Is no, I just, it's like, I'm sorry, you know. Yeah. Or what, what always kills me is the yelling. It's like, dude, everybody has a volume. Like, yeah. you know, we're on the air. No, you and I, we keep it to like a 7 out of 10. I don't think we ever no, get we, to we, a 10 we side swipe each other off the air. Yes, that's yeah, right. That's, it gets vicious well, off the air. you ran me over no. one night. <laughs> oh, really, guy? Roadkill one night. <laughs> well, then, so now it's out of the road for three games. And uh, Florida, Tampa, and New York. The Florida game is could be a, a little vicious in that the Panthers are going to be fighting for their lives. That'll be a big one for Florida. Well, let's yeah. take a look at the standings right now. I saw the Winnipeg Jets beat Nashville tonight, so that's a big one in their playoff race. But right now the Florida Panthers are at 91 points with the New York Islanders and the Pens all have 80 games. The Pens are at 90 points. So that's going to be a really important game for Florida. Yeah, the Penguins have to win out and hope somebody stumbles. Well, and, and this is the thing. The Islanders... Like, if you look at these teams and the identities of them, the Islanders really good defensively. They got a really good goaltender. Did you hear what Bo Horvat said tonight yes. after the game? Yeah. He basically said that the fans on Long Island are way better than the Canucks fans. That's a former captain saying that. Yeah, and obviously he dropped the hammer. He plays in the East, so he probably won't be going back there too often. Well, you know what he needs to do now when he goes back there? He needs to just embrace the fact that he said that comment and yeah. go full heel mode. Yeah. You know, like just just embrace being the yeah. bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Get to town and and say something like, "You guys are louder on Twitter than you are on oh, the, in just, the arena." Just, just pour some more yeah, gas yeah. in the fire. Pour more, yeah, yeah. yeah. Double down. And, and just so, keep doubling and, down. And hard to predict what would happen as soon as he touches oh, the puck. Full villain. Yeah. That's when they start the uh, the "Can you hear us?" chant. Like yeah. in New York, they do yeah. that a lot. So I mean, you've uh, <laughs> obviously you know the difference between a good team and a bad team. Yes, and and uh, the bad team is uh, there's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot, a lot of going, stuff. A lot well, of stuff that's, going that's on. That's the that's the the thing about that Vancouver situation. It it brought out the worst in a lot of of people there because poor Bruce Boudreau oh, had to deal awful. with so much, yeah. and he got treated terribly throughout the whole process. A lot of the players going through that didn't look good throughout that process. J T. Miller being one of those guys, always throwing tantrums every night. Uh, breaking sticks, yelling at guys on his team, and then even some of the play of some of the players, it's like, okay, certain guys aren't playing up to their capabilities. To their credit, they've turned things around a little bit, but those are those are tough stretches, man. There's a lot of pressure in this league, and it can really get to you, um, and it's hard to handle it at times. But I thought Bo Horvat, his whole time in Vancouver, ha handled everything so well and so classy. Well, and maybe he leads the Islanders to the playoffs, and maybe – Causes uh, an eyebrow to raise or two in the first round. That would be the only team that could give in the first round out of Florida, the Islanders, and the Penguins. The only one that could give Boston a hard time for me is the Islanders, just because the the goaltender they have in Sorokin is really good, and yeah. they just play a. It, they make it hard on you. They make it hard on you to produce offense. They're not the most offensively potent team, but they're pretty good defensively, and they can stifle you. And you know, I watched a bit of the Pittsburgh game this afternoon. A little pre-scout. Yeah, no, just uh, just to watch because I had nothing to do in the afternoon. Sidney Crosby just carried that team. You know, you, you sometimes you forget how good he is, but yeah. when when the you know when the season's on the line, 
he can still carry that That's team. That's the thing about Sid. Like, he's produced so many magical moments along the way in his career, and that's why you can almost never count out the pens in this situation. Like they're one point back of the Islanders and the Panthers. And the argument you could make for the Penguins making the playoffs is the Crosby factor. Like that, that's a guy who's going to do everything he can to carry his team in. And he's, he was the best player in the world up until McDavid really found his game in in the NHL. And uh, he's, he's not right there with McDavid, but he's certainly in the top 10 as far as best players in the league every year. Relentless. He was relentless today. He caused, uh, created a couple of goals out of just little plays where you, you would have seen somebody else not push forward, and yeah. he did, and created an opening, and wow. We're going to be relentless, Jimmy. On Tuesday night, when we cover the Leafs versus the Lightning here on TSN 1050, it's going to be our pre-scout game, getting ready for the first round right. of the playoffs. We're going to have in-depth analysis player breakdowns, you name it, we got it. We will be prepared for everything that game entails and everything the first round entails. Frankie C., you should take the rest of the night off. Jimmy, I'm going to be in my car in seven and a half minutes. Oh, okay. Good to know. (laughs) Thanks. 7-1, the Leafs win. This is Leafs game night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs radio network.